You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx Pilots for FedEx Pilots. Brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chair, Captain Chris Lee. Welcome to our TA podcast series. Each podcast episode will begin with Negotiating Committee Chair, Captain Pat May's overview of the process on how the opener goals were established and how we got to where we are now. After that, each podcast will then focus on one section of the TA. Pat, talk to the pilots about this process and how we got to where we are now. Yeah, Chris, what's important for the pilots to understand as we present the information to them throughout these podcasts and other items of education is how we got here. The openers were developed by the MEC in conjunction and coordination with the negotiating committee, but we didn't pull these items out of thin air. They came and were driven by direct pilot input. So this is a pilot-driven contract from beginning to end. First and foremost of those pieces of information were the pilot surveys. We have surveyed the pilots continuously since beginning in 2019. Every six to eight months, those pilot surveys have been statistically significant, and it's informed the MEC on what the openers were and what level of focus our pilots wanted to have. Not only was it surveys, though, we also relied heavily on pilot DART reports, direct emails to contract enforcement, actual contract enforcement cases, grievances, subject matter expert input from our key committees. And finally, the MEC took all this information. We stepped through a very systematic process to highlight and identify the openers for negotiation. So this has been pilot-driven from beginning to end, and that's what informed us on the openers and also established the goals that are laid out in the opener. Thanks, Pat. In this episode of our TA podcast series, we're focusing on Section 26 General, and joining Pat today is Negotiating Committee member Captain Mike Wiscolonies. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Chris. It's good to be with you today. Pat, Section 26 was a section that the company opened. Can you talk to the pilots some about that? Yeah, that's right, Chris. The uh, The company had ongoing work in the safety area that dealt with some programs. Um, one of them was the MyFlight program. That work was ongoing, and they identified areas of interest that would be required to use some data coming off the airplane within the umbrella of the safety programs. And we felt that um, if they continued to develop further programs, and they had interest and spoke to us about certain programs that they were interested in developing under the current Section 26 language, our concern really went back to the, the baseline language from 1999. So it's old language. and It didn't adequately address our concerns from a safety perspective and data protection and pilot protection area. So we told the company that any further development would really need to be discussed inside of Section 6, and they would have to open Section 26 for us to actually negotiate. And it was an opportunity for us to actually get language that would be updated based off of the amount of information coming off the airplane. What were some of the company's goals in opening Section 26? Again, their, their largest concerns or desires from the company really centered on the volume of data that was readily available to them. I mean, this, this data is coming off um, on data streams by the second, as you know, from some, especially on newer aircraft. Um, and our main concern, again, as I stated, had to do with we really had older language and older definitions about a flight data recorder and cockpit voice recorder information. 
Um, and we really felt like this was an opportunity to update both the definitions and the protections. So really combine those two things um, and provide the company some limited access, but with, with certain controls in mind. Um, and that's how we viewed walking into this section in terms of what our focus would be. Well, you mentioned updating pilot protections with regard to flight data. Can you talk to the pilots some more about that? Yeah, Chris. First, we created a new definition. We also updated and improved the definitions of flight data. Under flight data, we captured the prior definitions of flight data recorder and cockpit voice recorder. We also captured data under the old in-flight data, and we removed the limitation of an alleged incident. And then we also captured other collection systems on board the aircraft. And finally, all the derivative data from each of those things. Now that we have a new definition of flight data, what are those protections? Building off our successful uh, safety agreements and provisions since uh, the 1999 CBA, uh, for example, ASAP and FOQA, uh, we significantly expanded the circle of the new definition and its applicability. For example, the data in the expanded definition of flight data cannot be used or referred to in any Section 11, which is training, Section 15 medical standards, or Section 19 investigation and discipline, or related 2021 administrative proceeding, uh, such as grievance administrative system board adjustment and such like that, or any non-agreement legal or administrative proceeding. Uh, the flight data cannot also be used in referring to or constitute grounds for placement in any Section 11 training, uh, any enhanced oversight program, or other similar program or training, Chris. The prohibition on auditing of the new data now includes uh, for use in a potential corrective action or performance improvement discussion. So big picture, just as Mike said, it's the, the, the circle in which pilots are protected is now expanded. Uh, Mike elaborated on each of the individual sections. It was much more focused prior to that, um, and it had to do with uh, specific discipline for pilots. Did you address programs like MyFlight? Yeah, the language actually, Chris, was developed with this program specifically in mind. Of course, we kept it more broad once we actually negotiated the language to encapsulate other potential programs, but it was really the development of MyFlight that opened up the discussion with the company, um, and we were obviously very sensitive to uh, having pilot protections. The The most important aspect of that is that the program, MyFlight, as they know, which is under test right now, it has to be voluntary. And the data can only be shared with the standard crew on the, on the flight. Um, the pilots may elect to look at it and they may not. And it can't be used against them if they choose not to use it either. Yeah, and the same data protections that I just referred to would also be applicable to MyFlight and uh, similar programs. Can the actual voices of pilots from the CVR now be used in the training program? Uh, yes, Chris, they can. Uh, while transcripts may still be made and recorded uh, by personnel to produce the recording, if the pilot and the CASC chairman consent, the actual voice may be used. And the CASC chairman is the ALPA, Central Air Safety Chairman. And the pilot also, as Mike said, has to approve that use. What about video recordings on the flight deck? Currently, Chris, there is no express prohibition against recordings in the aircraft, and the current contract also allows the company to record in the simulator. The new language will now prevent any type of recording 
or installation of systems that could record pilots, any devices, equipment, or instruments that could uh, record the pilots while they're in flight. In this podcast, you've talked about the larger priorities the company had for Section 26. Are there any other items you want to discuss? Yeah, Chris. Uh, one of the items was that the uh, passport expiration notice was moved from 30 days to 210 days and our uh, validation to 180 days. So uh, as you know, many countries require six month of validity on a passport uh, for entry and or visa purposes. And moving that notice and validation requirement uh, to 210 and 180 days uh, aligns better with the actual country requirements. And the other item, uh, Chris, would be that uh, when the TA is ratified, uh, whether or not a hard copy uh, of the new CBA would be available to members. And that answer is yes. Yeah, the process we used uh, for the 2015 CBA was codified into Section 26. It'd be 26Q3. Uh, and you can receive a hard copy, but you must make an affirmative election to do so. Uh, within 120 days following uh, the announcement by FCIF publishing the CBA. As we close out this podcast on Section 26 General, are there any final thoughts? Yeah, Chris, thanks. Appreciate it. You know, while we didn't open Section 26, we did see an opportunity here with the company to improve a very outdated section. It's, it's updated now based off of the vast volume of data coming streaming off these airplanes. So we've improved uh, the data collection language. So we have broader pilot protections throughout this section of the contract. While the company's allowed access to data, it comes with those uh, higher level of protections. Um, we've also improved the definitions of what data is coming off the airplane. So that, as we said earlier, the data now comes from numerous sources off the airplane. We also took the opportunity to prohibit the company's ability to video record or provide still images of the pilot. And we took the opportunity to also address the company's concerns so they can develop future programs that would improve safety or the operation. But it does require third-party releases from their vendors that they use and some oversight that we didn't have in the original 1999 language in Section 26. So at the end of the day, we think we achieved all of the items we wanted to achieve, updated and modernized a section that was in really uh, great need for it. Thanks again, Pat. And thanks for listening to this episode of our TA podcast series on Section 26 General. Throughout this process, you can get the most factual information at our TA website, fdxta.com. There you will find the actual TA document, TA highlights, TA Frequently Asked Questions, videos, these podcasts, and other information. Once again, thanks for listening, and as always, be safe out there, and we'll see you next time.